Welcome to the chat room. I'm your host, Connor Valentin. We have a great show for you coming up today. We've got Tyler Bard from Baseball with the Bard and Crossum Wrestling Entertainment here as my special guest today. Now, like this show, Baseball with the Bard and Crossum Wrestling Entertainment are from uh, the CMG Podcast Network, so definitely go check those out. Tyler's a really good friend of mine. We've known each other for quite some time now, and we are really excited to chat with him uh, in just a couple of minutes. 2020 rages on. The CDC reports COVID-19 is surging all across the country again, and it's worse than it was in March and April. And now they're saying a vaccine could be out by spring of 2021. Do you know they call it the novel coronavirus? Because it's going to be a really long story. (laughs) Do you remember that saying that helped you remember how long all the months are, right? Uh, 30 days half September, April, June, and November. Uh, All the rest have uh, 31, except for March, uh, which was an eternity this year. Don't even get me started. I could talk about that forever. I guess time doesn't really move as fast when you don't know uh, what time it is or even what day of the week it is. That may make things tricky. And just to be clear, I do know how serious this virus is. And I would never make jokes about sickness and germs. I'm so worried it's going to get spread around. (laughs) Maybe it's just me. Right, And the fact that I don't really pay a lot of attention to the news, but I'm still not really convinced this coronavirus thing is not from beer. Whenever they talk about it, I always hear them talk about there being more cases. (laughs) You know, we heard some great news recently that there will be a COVID-19 vaccine soon, right? That's some good stuff, which is great because this herd immunity thing doesn't really sound like it's working. Finland just closed its borders. So, you know what that means. No one will be crossing the finish line. (laughs) We have a great show for you tonight. Tyler Bard from Baseball with Bard and Crossover Wrestling Entertainment is going to be with us. Stick around and enjoy the show. Hey, and welcome to the chat room. I'm your host, Connor Valentin. And today, it's our guest, Tyler Bard. He's the host of his show, Baseball with the Bard, and is a co-host on his show, uh, Cross Home Wrestling Entertainment. Tyler, it's good to see you, buddy. Oh, thank you. Good to see you, too. It's been a while. So you run your show, Baseball with the Bard, mm-hmm. right? Um, what besides baseball on there like do you cover? Uh, all things or specifics? Do you have anything in particular you focus on on there? Yeah, so it's, it's an all things baseball podcast, so we try to focus on the big happenings of the week. Um, but then we dive into a focus on the Red Sox and the Yankees. I'm a Red Sox fan, and my buddy and co-host Noah is a Yankee fan. Right. So, um, so other than just the Red Sox and the Yankees, you guys also cover like the Marlins and you guys cover other oh, yeah. teams that they play against the Red Sox and the Yankees. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we like to focus in heavily on the AL East, which is where the Red Sox and Yankees play. Um, but any big trades, big names, we like to focus in on guys like Machado and Bryce Harper and all these big names who are always making headlines. Of course, we got to talk about them too, or, you know, we'd be missing a major part of the market. Right. And, uh, with all those players, is there anyone in particular that you like? Oh, God. That's not on the Red Sox? That's not on the Red Sox. Or the Red Sox. You can pick whichever one. Well, you. my all-time favorite player is Mookie Betts. And he's no longer with the Red Sox, unfortunately. Oh, he's he he's to? gone to the Dodgers. Oh. And, uh, yeah, they the ultimate betrayal. <laughs> he, he, he left and went to the team that we, we beat years before. And one with them as well. Well, so. the Red Sox and the Dodgers, they have a, a rivalry, don't they? Yeah, kind of. It's its just a we're good and so are you. 
So we have to not like each other in that aspect. Yeah, I, I bet. And you know, when, when the Dodgers were, uh, they're in LA now, right? Yep. They were in uh, Brooklyn. Forever Brooklyn, ago, yeah. It's been a long time a long since time. they've been there. So, I, I mean, I guess maybe if you want to go that far, maybe that's That's probably a good reason because there's still a lot of people who live in the Northeast who are Dodgers fans because they grew up watching the Brooklyn Dodgers. Right. But there's also a lot who resent them because they moved to LA. So, and then they became either Yankees or Mets fans, hopefully Mets fans, but some became Yankees fans. It's funny. There's a parallel to that to NFL when the St. Louis Rams went over to LA. Oh yeah. A lot lot of fans. A thousand percent. And the, and the fans uh, decreased when they went to LA. It was the Mm -hmm. same thing with San Diego chargers when they went over to to Los Angeles. Raiders are in Vegas now. Oh yeah. Yeah, you lose some, you know, you lose some fans when you make the, the team switches. So risk they got to be willing to take for a failing franchise. A thousand percent. So on your show, uh, can you talk to anybody who is uh, like an expert baseball fan, or do you talk to others who are, you know, less so, kind of more casual baseball fans? Yeah, I. So we try to make our podcasts so that someone who is a casual fan mm-hmm. can watch and understand what's happening. We try to really open up baseball so it's on a more understandable level but i like bringing guys on like joe aguire and a few of the other guys from the roll call podcast so we can all uh, agree to disagree we love to have the discourse where we're not always agreeing because where's the fun in that um we love to debate um so anything we can talk about baseball whether it's advanced or on a lower level it's game Right. And you do more than just baseball with the bar, but going into baseball in the bar here. So you came up with the, the, the name, your name of the show, baseball with the bar. Yeah. Right. Because of your last name. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of a little cool. touch. Yeah. Right there. It, it, my name has worked for a lot of things that I've done in the past. You know, it's my name on social media all over the place. And people ask, they're like, Oh, you mean like, you know, poetry or Dungeons and Dragons? I go, well, technically yes, but that's just my name. <laughs> Uh, so it kind of works out. I'm always playing the Bard in Dungeons and Dragons. All my names are with Bard in it. You know, it's always just worked out well. Well, the name ends up helping out. You know, Bard and in Dungeons theater, and... it's great. And you do do theater. <laughs> yeah. So what's your experience in theater? I've been doing theater since I was in sixth grade, acting, singing, teching, directing, managing. I've been doing all of it since I was in sixth grade, but mostly acting and singing. Right. And that's probably, and that's helped you. That's helped you with your show baseball with the bard definitely especially you know acting in front of people oh yeah and you're and you have audiences watching so yeah. it probably eases the tension when you're when you're addressing an audience about something that you're passionate about 100 percent um it, i love performing i i said this and it caught uh one of my teachers at the connecticut school of broadcast i said the best part about performing is entertaining and making people who you admire uh applaud for you Um, It's a great feeling to get applause from someone who you look up to or someone who you would like to get appreciation from. So um, I absolutely crave performance because it's just something that uh, I've become so in love with. Oh, yeah. I mean, and and I think that that goes for just beyond uh, uh, acting and goes beyond our industry of of entertainment. I think that goes for for anyone, whether it's sports or whether it's business. Mm -hmm. Anytime you have someone that you really heavily look up to give you some sort of uh, approval, Matt, it boosts your confidence up so much. Absolutely. Amazing. It really is. So you uh, you also run Crossome Wrestling Entertainment. Yeah, Crossome. So it's like awesome. Crossome Wrestling Entertainment, based off of my best friend Noah's name. Yeah. Um, so Noah Cross is the host of that show, and I co-host it. It's a wrestling podcast based off of AEW All Elite Wrestling on TNT. Yeah. That's a, so. What made you? What made you want to make a, a podcast based around? Well, AEW is fairly new. 
They just are an, a year old now, and they are competing with WWE. WWE has been the big dog for a long time, um, but they got a lot of big names that have made them able to compete with WWE. And Noah and I can talk about just about anything, but we have a absolute passion for wrestling. Um, so it felt only right, even though Noah, you know, Noah's a performer too, being a professional magician, um, but he's never really been a guy for big crowds, but he's become an absolute natural when it comes to talking about wrestling. Well, do you have a preference? What, uh, what kind of wrestling do you prefer and why? So if you're trying to say like WWE or impact or, or AEW, I love AEW. AEW. WWE will always hold a presence in my wrestling heart. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've just grown tired of the same old thing over and over again. Um, and AEW is something fresh, something new, uh, and something exciting. And I've, really really come to love it well actually for someone who doesn't uh, watch too much wrestling i don't really know what you mean by uh the same old thing and something fresh and brand new can you go a little bit into that yeah so to keep it kind of uh vague so people can understand there you know wrestling is always called fake and i hate to call it fake yes it is it is scripted mm -hmm. and we there is a predetermined outcome mm -hmm. for all of the matches but that's why it's called wrestling entertainment um, it's, it's not supposed to be, uh, you know, this where you're, you know, it's not real competitiveness. It is athleticism, but it is entertainment in the end. Um, and WWE has just become for me and other wrestling fans who have been watching for a long time. So predictable. It is the same storylines week after week, year after year, month after, you know, it's just the same thing. And, uh, AEW has changed the game. And Joe, uh, who comes on the show with us once in a while, is a wrestling fan from when he used to watch it when he was younger. And he comes on and makes predictions once in a while. He's like, well, when I watch wrestling, this is what happened. And AEW blows him away sometimes, and it's different. So that's why we absolutely love it. That's awesome. And what, so when did you start getting into, was there a particular age? Was there a particular match that got you into wrestling? There was a, a particular wrestler who got me into wrestling. Oh, okay. So my buddy was a wrestling fan growing up, my buddy Kyle. Mm -hmm. um, but my parents used to never have me watch wrestling. They just didn't like it, and it just wasn't something they ever grew up watching. Sounds familiar to my house. Yeah. <laughs> so Sounds familiar to my house. He introduced me, and initially they were just like, no, no, no. And then we started doing backyard wrestling and doing our own YouTube channel. Oh. And uh, then I started watching. And Rey Mysterio uh, was my absolute favorite growing up. Um, he's still wrestling now, and he's 45 uh, and still one of the best all time Latino wrestlers. He's, he's incredible. Now 45. Is that a, is that a particular age where you want to kind of stop wrestling? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you are even 40, that's you're you're really, you're putting your body in massive stress. And I did say it was scripted and had a predetermined outcome, but they are extremely physical and you could easily ruin your career with one wrong move. Do you have a least favorite wrestler? Oof. Yeah, I'm sure I do, <laughs> but there are a lot up there. Um, I at this time I would probably say Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, just because he has become the most predictable person in WWE. When it comes to AEW, do I have a least favorite? Oh man, um, geez, no, no, AEW. I really just love AEW. They're doing such a good job. Oh, well, that's good. And, and with so you say predictability is something that you dislike. I do. I hate it. I, you know, it's nice when we're doing predictions for championships in our in our pools, like on the all uh, all the other wrestling shows I, I appear on. But um, I would rather lose and be surprised. 
Right. And it, it leaves things more interesting. Exactly. These things more interesting. Now, your co-host on uh, Cross and Wrestling Entertainment is Noah. Mm-hmm. Now, what's your? Uh, how did you meet Noah, and, and what's your relationship with him uh, off the screen and on the screen? So Noah is my one of my absolute best friends. I, I could really call him my brother. Um, and we met in middle school, but we really became friends in high school. And what connected us was wrestling. Right. We found out we were wrestling fans, and we ended up sitting together at lunch and talking about wrestling. And we went on to have some mutual friends. We made a YouTube channel and it went really, really well at first with the YouTube channel, but it was really just our connection over wrestling and baseball and football and video games. And we just, we mesh on every level. Noah and I, I think, uh, have the same brain. We run on the exact same wavelength always. That's really good, especially when you are a co-host with someone. Exactly. You know, your show, you have Noah as a co-host, and you're able to have a back-and-forth kind mm-hmm. of um, bickering between the two of you about something that you mutually love. Exactly. This show, you know, I do it by myself, right. uh, obviously with the people that work with me on behind the scenes, uh, but sometimes I kind of wish that I was able to, to sit down with someone and have their kind of perspective with their own questions, yeah. kind of talk with, with, with the guest as well. So I, I envy you on that. I really it's, do. It's so much fun to be able to sit down with your best friend and do what you've always done and now get recognized for it. We've always been able to just sit down and talk for hours and hours and hours, but now we've made content out of it. Um, and it's just super, super gratifying. Oh, absolutely. Now, speaking of, of gratification, you know, have you and Noah been able to, I mean, what was what was the thing that made you and Noah decide we know so much about uh, wrestling that we want to have podcasts about and share that with other people. Sure. It's, it's always been there for as long as I've been friends with Noah, people have told us you two need your own TV show. You know, they've always told us, you know, you two have such a great, we can just talk and, and we have everyone's laughing or something. We can just always have a good conversation and people will be having a good time with us. But um, what really was the nail in the coffin that made us want to do this, um, was the Connecticut school of broadcast. When I went to the Connecticut school of broadcast and learned about podcasting, I really didn't listen to podcasts. It was, this was new to me. Um, and I learned how easy it would be to start. It was a no brainer. I text I, Joe had asked me if I was interested in doing any podcast work. And I said, I have someone who I know would be interested. Uh, and we started up. Uh, maybe a month or two after we finished at my graduation. And it was super gratifying. It's nice having those connections and having a school like Connecticut school of broadcasting, be able to really expand yeah. uh, the amount of people that you know, to get you started in this kind That's of where thing. I met you. That's where I met you. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and for those uh, in the audience who don't know, I also went to the Connecticut school of broadcasting. I went a, I believe, what was it, a semester after you? Yeah, you were the semester after me. It was a semester after after Noah. The COVID semester. Oh, yeah. So this is being recorded, uh, you know, our audience for uh, COVID, during COVID. And when I went, everything was on the computers, everything. So I unfortunately didn't get to have the same experience as Tyler. But what ended up happening was, was I was going in... I think it was an assignment we were doing. Yeah, you were. You had to be in there for some reason. You were at the school working on, I think, your midterm. Uh, oh, yes, it was. It was the midterm. And you were there, too. Mm, I yeah. was just doing my own work. Yeah. Tyler was there, and that's how we started talking. And, uh, oh, no. no, 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 no. Now I remember how I met you. It was we were recording uh, 
I had a former show called. Oh, that's uh, right. It was the former that's show right. that got like no viewership. That's right. <laughs> what's these? Rock the cradle and the cradle. That's right. We'll rock. I remember that. Watched it. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. That's funny. <laughs> well, yeah. Then you came in, you were asking, and that's how I met you. But uh, oh, yeah, you guys were live, and I was like, "Is the computer lab open, or are you guys just?" Yeah, that's right. I yep. Good times, <laughs> man. That's a good time. Oh man. Uh, did Noah go CSB? No, no. Noah is in his master's program right now. He's going to be, he wants to be a guidance counselor. Um, so he's in his sixth year of college right now, Six trying, to, trying to finish strong. He's almost there. Uh, you know what? Yeah. Wish him the best of luck, right? <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Now you're, you want to continue to do the sport talk and yeah. your shows uh, further down the line in your career. Yeah. Are you going to, if, if it's possible, do you want to bring Noah with you to do further shows and have him kind of split his time? God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Noah and I, we already have plans to have our own studio. Uh, we want to be doing this for the rest of our lives if possible and uh, making content. I know he's very content in the field he's going into now. Mm -hmm. um, but if we could, somehow have a very successful show i'm sure he wouldn't second guess it and we'd be on it immediately you know i've watched a few of your of the episodes of baseball with the bar and i've yeah. also watched a couple of crossroom wrestling entertainment shows and they're very well done by the way you, you know it, the production's very well done you guys have a lot of great talking points uh there's something that noah does <laughs> and i really want to get into this with you uh oh magic oh yeah you guys do I, now he does magic so uh professional he, magician noah cross <laughs> so plug pl plug <laughs> so i mean i mean why aren't you doing magic on the show why aren't you telling people more about that you know he is very humble yeah. about his magic um and you'd almost you if being someone who doesn't know him you'd almost think he's ashamed but he's not um it's <laughs> just every time he says hi i'm noah cross noah cross the magician they're like do a magic trick so it's why he's he always kind of just keeps it in he doesn't always tell people he's a magician um it'll come about on our old youtube channel we used to do competitions where i would do a comedy skit or he would do magic and people had to vote on which one they liked better oh, that's um fun. so yeah he he definitely it will be a part of our show you were doing giveaways uh mm -hmm. to, to get on to the topic i was uh you have an instagram page as mm -hmm. well for baseball with the bard and you were doing a giveaway for a t-shirt mm -hmm. that was uh it wasn't super how i don't know how recent that was that was our very our first episode we we uh, talked about it, and when we gave away the T-shirts on the second episode. Now, is that something that you will be doing again? Oh, it was so much fun um, seeing the the you know conversations that we got, and then we would just pull a random name. Um, and uh, my good buddy Dylan won for the wrestling show, and uh, one of our Noah's friends won for the other show. So it worked out. The last question I want to ask you, and I think this is really important because this focuses on uh, someone like me who has always seen baseball. And as I even even a couple of times watched wrestling and thought, yeah. man, I, maybe it's too late for me to get started to start watching. And my question for you is your show. You know, would you say that uh, for anyone who uh, what would you say to anybody who wants to start watching baseball or wrestling? I mean, what would you want to do? So for baseball, baseball is a very like niche or niche. I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Sport um, where. It's, it's like chess. It's not like football where it's brutal and fast moving and soccer where that's, you know, there's always something happening. Baseball is slow, methodical. Um, so if you are a person who enjoys strategy, you would love baseball, but I do think anyone can get involved. The atmosphere of baseball is a very, uh, fun atmosphere. There's nothing like going to a ball game at Fenway park 
or Yankee Stadium or Dunkin' Donuts Park out in Hartford. Oh, there's the Argos. No, exactly. There's nothing like a baseball game. The atmosphere there, walking, it's my favorite feeling. Walking into Fenway Park and going up the tunnel and coming out behind home plate is one of the greatest feelings uh, in, in my lifetime. I absolutely love it. And then seeing all my idols out in front of me on the playing oh, field. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> the same feeling I get with football. Oh, yeah. You know, and I know you, walking you're wearing, through the tunnel. You're I wearing got a football jersey right now. Can, both, baby. Both Patriots fans, you know, <laughs> both Patriots fans. And I remember the one the one time um, that I went to a football game. Mm -hmm. I, can, I got the same exact feeling as you did when you go into baseball yeah. and wrestling. Uh, I was watching the Patriots-Jets game of the season where the Philadelphia Eagles had won the first of all. Oh, okay. And that was at uh, the, the stadium for the Jets. And I'll never forget seeing Tom Brady for the very first time in person. Yeah. And my eyes were just widened yeah. by seeing. Spectacular. It's spectacular. Somebody you see on TV yeah. and then you see him out in person. It's a crazy experience. It's and the same thing goes for wrestling. I am very proud of my conversion rate. Of people who tell me that they are not wrestling fans and converting them to being wrestling fans. How many? A lot. A lot. I've, I've lost count. Oh. I had wow. I had one friend, uh, Andrew, who I, I think I spoke about earlier. He did the actually he did the art for baseball with the bard. He made my logo for me. So with the skull. Yeah, with the skull. He made that for me. Um, he was not a wrestling fan in the slightest. My friend Courtney, not a wrestling fan in the slightest. Megan. Christiana, none of them. Right. And now they're all wrestling fans and they all wear their wrestling t-shirts and all go to events with me. Um, and that's another thing. If you, anyone can get into, into, into wrestling too, because it's entertainment. It's right. not just brutalism. There's comedy, there's storylines, there's wrestling, you know, it's got a lot of different things for a lot of different tastes. So, I mean, how many games can you say that you've gone to for baseball? <laughs> That's another one. I can't. <laughs> I, I would need 50 hands, 50 hands to count the amount of games oh, I've gone to. God. There was in the Rockettes final season in New Britain. Noah and I went to at least three games a week. I miss the Rockettes. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I do too. But they're still around. They're just it's a longer drive. We just have to go to Hartford. Now. It's the Argos. Yeah. Um, it's the same team. And, you know, we have some good friends who, who work there. So I drive I do by, like going. I drive by, you know, I, I had an old girlfriend that used to live in New Brand. She only lived two, three minutes away from, mm -hmm. from the old Rockcat stadium. And I would drive by and it's empty. And that's I just sad. think, man, that was, cause that's been around since my old man was a kid yeah, back, oh, in, yeah. back in the seventies. Yep. So it's been around for a long used time. Used to be the affiliate of the Red Sox a long time ago, then now, the twins and now the Rockies. Oh, they went from the twins to the Rockies. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I yeah. thought they were still in the Christians. They were still with the twins. They are not. Oh, no. Nope. Oh, Trevor Story came through New Britain and now he's one of the biggest stars in the MLB. Biggest holy mackerel. <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been uh, Tyler Bard of Baseball with the Bard, and he also does uh, cross on wrestling entertainment. If you want to check those out, they are also on this network, Clovercrest Media. Tyler, thank you so much Absolutely. for being on here. It's a pleasure to have you. And uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you next time.